If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. It is the last day of March in 2022, so I'm delighted you could join us for the last day of March. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a whole bunch of callers on hold, so it'll be fun to see what their questions are and even more fun to see what Spirit has to say as an answer for their questions. Everything's good here in Sweet Home, Alabama. We had a a big old windstorm and some rain blow through last night, but all is well. We were watching the TV and just kind of keeping posted, but the wind gusts got up to 60 miles an hour at one point. So I was rocking the house a little bit, but I was delighted that it was yesterday instead of today. Sometimes we'll have storms on uh, show nights and I think, okay, this is going to be interesting, but all clear now. So I hope everything's good wherever you are. Let's go right to the phones. Our first caller is Felice. Hi, Felice. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm great. How are you, girl? Good. I'm from Queens, New York, and um, I, I have some shoulder pain. Okay. And, um, I once I started um, occupational therapy, but I have to wait for um, an MRI. And I wonder if you could um, let me know what you think my shoulder pain is. Like, do you think it's arthritis, bruxitis? Or rota- or rota- I'm so sorry, a rotary cuff injury. Yeah, did, it, did you start occupational yeah. therapy, Felice, or physical therapy? I started both. Okay. But the PT thought I needed OT, and the OT, you know, before she can move forward, she, um, 
she she wants, you know, an x-ray. She wants me to go see an orthopedic surgeon. But, like, I'm in pain, and I just, maybe I can do some things myself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, what I'm going to do, Felice, and to, Felice, you know this, Felice is, a, is an angelic attendant yes. training graduate, you guys. So she's she's part of the AAT community. So Felice, you know how this works because you can do it yourself. But it's always helpful to have somebody else look at you, right, take a peek. But how this works for those of you that are first-time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly. So I turn my abilities on and off at will. I don't walk around scanning people because I don't think that's ethical. Plus, I don't really want to know, and it's none of my darn business. So, Felisa, as you know, I'm going to raise my vibrational level to level of spirit. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham. It's going to hook into you up in Queens. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And then the energy will go someplace. And then there'll be a healing that will happen right afterwards. And the healing may take place in the form of something getting added, something getting removed, I watch procedures all the time that emulate what I saw in operating rooms for decades. I'm an inventor of surgical devices sold throughout the world. So I spent a lot of time in and out of surgeries. Sometimes healings utilize methodologies and devices that haven't been invented yet. But regardless of what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, I'm going to be very descriptive with you, Felice, so that you can envision what I'm seeing. Because if we can envision what the healing looks like or get a sense of what's going on, it helps integrate the healing into the body. And then you just heal faster. But Felice, you know all that, right? My angelic attendant training is the course that I teach quarterly. and, And Felice is one of my grads. So she's extra special. All right, here we go. Felice, here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in New York. All right, got you. The energy went to your right shoulder, and it's very inflamed. Is that the shoulder that's hurting? Yes. Okay. All right. So it looks very inflamed. Inflammation looks like red fog on body parts. So I'm getting that calmed down with anti-inflammatory energy, which is a royal blue color. So I'm putting that on. I'm applying that. When I say I, it's spirit working through me and with me. It's not, I'm not doing it by myself. It's spirit working through me and with me to help facilitate the healing. So imagine the color blue Felice that you'd see inside a refreezable ice pack. That's the color blue that I see. So that's calming it down. So I can see you got a rotator cuff cup there. If I put a, a round face of a clock over your shoulder and I looked at you from the side of your shoulder, it's in about the 11 o'clock position. So it looks like if you made a cut in a piece of fabric or a piece of paper and it made kind of a little V shape. So what I'm doing is I'm closing that up with energetic sutures and then we're going to apply stem cell energy to get that healed quickly. So imagine I'm watching that V get closed with sutures, and then here comes the stem cell energy, which looks like a light amber-colored gel. It has sparkles in it, and it reminds me of a watery consistency, and it it reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel. 
Felice, do you know what dippity do is from when we were kids? Yes, yes. I've heard you say this before. Yes. I know. I'm a certain age, too. (laughs) I know. Me, too. We're both of a certain age, which makes it fun. And I was talking to somebody today, a client on the phone, and I said, dippity-doo. And she started singing the ad from the commercial. She says, yeah, there used to be an ad that said called Do the Do. And I had forgotten that. I don't know that I've ever seen it. So I'm going to see if I can look it up. So anyways, stem cell energy supplied. It's on the top of where that was just sewn together, Felice. And then there's a little tiny vortex Uh that's spinning above it. And that vortex is what will create a centrifugal force that transforms the stem cell energy into new rotator cuff material. So got that going on. What I believe I see with the stem cell energy, Felice, is what our bodies do on their own. I'm just seeing it in warp speed. And what our bodies do is, if you think about every cell has a nucleus, every nucleus is surrounded by cytoplasm, which is a watery gel like dippity-doo. And our bodies have a centrifugal force internally that spins, kind of like a nuclear reactor inside of us. And it's what causes the cells to divide and replicate to the tune of billions of them a day. I just get to watch it in warp speed. So hopefully that will help. I I think that uh, it's good that you get an MRI. This will heal on its own. Some people have surgery for it, but it will heal on its own as well. So see what see what happens. Don't don't be doing anything crazy in physical therapy though. And in the short run, Felice, I would suggest do you have a sling that you can wear? A sling? A sling, no, but like... I can make one. You know, I could get a scarf and make one. Yeah. Like, not to, not to use this. Yes, okay, I, okay. Get a sling or... sauteing food, shuffling cards, it's little things that bother it. Yeah, yeah. I would get a, a sling. You know, you can make it out of a big scarf if you want, but it's good, too, to just go to the drugstore and buy one. You can buy one. Okay. At the drugstore and wear um, that when it hurts a lot, Felice, just give it a break from hanging down, you know, give it a little bit of support and that will help a lot. Okay. 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 Also, Felice, you would you... Do, do you recommend that I wait a while before I start physical therapy? I mean, No, I, th- I think OT? you can do it, but if they want you to do something and it hurts real badly, just say, look, this hurts too much. I'm not ready for this yet. Just... Just because the physical okay. therapist wants you to do you know something. Know my boundaries. Fine. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Stay tuned okay. with that. But I, I agree. Get an MRI, and they'll know what's going on with that. But you'll, you'll completely heal from it. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Anything you, you want to really say? Appreciate it. Anything you want to say about the AAT training or the practice groups? I know you participate in the practice groups. Oh, it's just. You just, I, I just feel so privileged that I'm around those other people, and they're, they're just, there's like no resistance to goodness, and it's just wonderful. And those other so people are all other graduates. That I'm a part of that group. Well, yeah. we're th- we're thrilled to have you, but those other people that Felice is talking about are are graduates, and there are practice sessions multiple times a week for life once you take the training, and and you yeah. can tap into them anytime, right, Felice? And they're 
and they're fun and they really improve yeah. your skills. They're really nice people and we, we you know, we, we just, we have fun, but nice, yes. Yeah, terrific. Okay. Well, thanks okay. for calling. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Okay. Bye, honey. I do. I do. All righty. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's go to Deirdre next. Hi, Deirdre. Oh, Hi, Deirdre. Julie. Thanks so much for Hi, taking Deirdre. my call. It's commercial time. It's commercial time. You're hearing my music. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold you over I for am. the break. When we come back, we'll see okay, what guys. Deirdre's question is and see what Spirit has to say for an answer. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. We'll be right back. everybody. Deirdre, you still with me? I am. Oh, good. Please tell everybody where you're located. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for taking my call. I'm located in Florida, but I'm actually calling about my husband, Will, that's in South Carolina right now. Okay. What's going on with Will? All right. Well, you've helped me before with him and his stomach issues. Um, He ended up in the hospital a year ago now, right out a year oh, ago, no. with diverticulitis. Uh-oh. And all has been well, going well. It has. But he's starting to have pains again in his stomach. And I was wondering if you could do a quick medical scan and just see what's going on down there. Sure. Absolutely. I saw somebody see what's going on down there. Oh, in those nether regions. <laughs> well, you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It just is. You know, that's pretty close because to the nether is. regions, right? Oh, that's right. hysterical. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, here we go. I'm connected to you in Florida. Right. So my laser beams go behind me because it's heading south from Birmingham. All right, and then it's ricocheted back up to South Carolina. Right. All right, well, I'm talking to mm-hmm. your cute wife. Is it okay if I can you go? Sure. All right. All right, let's see what's <laughs> going on. Got a lot of gas in there. Looks like looks like fog, you know, in in his intestines. Oh. Is he complaining about that? No, it's more or less the pain in the same area that was yeah. the, I guess, the pocket originally yeah. that right. you know they were concerned about. Right. I'll get there. I'm clearing it out. Looks like, you know, when a performer has a smoke machine on stage. And it's or or a football yeah. game when the football team comes running out of the of the the tunnel and they've got a smoke machine going. That's what it looks like in his intestines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever well, seen I'm that. I'm kind of glad he's not with me right now with all that gas. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. He might he might have a bad case of the fluffies there. That's what we used to call him. Call gas when Jonathan <laughs> was a baby. I said, "Honey, are you having the fluffies?" And come on, me, I'm having fluffies. I said, "All right." So, you know, another F word, but a little bit more um, polite <laughs> in in public. Yes. Okay. So, got that. All right. Clearing it out. 
I'm, I'm using the equivalent of an intestinal leaf blower, you know, that the gardeners use with their when they're blowing leaves to blow that stuff out of there. All right, got that. Yeah, he's inflamed. Okay. So going in with some irrigation, getting the food. It it is a little pocket. It looks like a little divot in his intestines where stuff gets gets stuck. And I think we healed right. it up last time. So we'll just do it again. We did. So I'm irri- and it was irrigating it out. Yeah. Irrigating it out. And he has three spots that I'm seeing, Deirdre, this time. So irrigating all that out. Little like like little looks like little seeds. He's been eating bird food or something lately. Has he does he like nuts? What's he eating? No. No, no but I will question all that. I said when you're yeah. away from me for a whole month, I can't watch your diet. So of course this is where we ended up. Exactly. Exactly. I bet all it's right. tomato seeds. Maybe. You've been eating a lot of tomatoes. Tomatoes have lectins Probably. in them, which is a protein that they have to keep from being eaten by bugs and varmints and, you know, other critters. So he may have a lectin sensitivity. Uh, Dr. Stephen Gundry, G-U-N-D-R-Y, Deirdre, is, he's kind of like the expert on right. lectins. Look him up, Stephen Gundry, okay. G-U-N-D-R-Y. He was a big deal at Loma Linda in California, and he's a cardiovascular surgeon. And he decided after being a surgeon okay. for 30 years that he needed to help people prevent needing surgery instead of just trying to fix them after he already had them into the operating room. So I would look that up if he's eaten a lot of tomatoes. Tomatoes okay. have it, peppers, um, what else? There are other foods. Eggplant. Cucumbers. Cucumbers. Right. Yeah, and see, I don't I know about that. I all that out when I'm fixing salads. Yeah. 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 So you do that. And tomatoes are okay, but peel them and seed them. And then the pulp is okay. It, the That's lectins are in the seeds and in the peel. Okay. So you can, do, you can peel his oh, tomatoes okay. in your spare time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. So what I'm watching <laughs> is stem cell energy, Deirdre. Like what we just used okay. with Felice, light amber colored gel, sparkles in it, reminds me of Dippity Doo, and it's going in to fill in those okay. pockets, those their their divots in his intestinal wall, and then okay. they they're kind of like a cave where where stuff, food, little particles of food can get stuck in there because there's a part that goes in that, and then it kind of has a little bit of a lip on it if that makes sense, on a couple of them. Okay. And then when food stays in there, uh-huh. then it gets it oh. gets infected. And so that's what happens with that. All okay. right. Stem cell energy is being applied in his whole intestinal tract. We are going to make this slick as a whistle here in a second. Yay. This stem cell energy, I'm telling you, is the absolute coolest stuff. It'll, it'll regenerate any body part we need. It's It's amazing. I love using it. Great. All right. So doing that, I would have him increase his good fats so that it's, it keeps everything moving and things don't get stuck in there. And, uh, olive oil, you know, virgin, extra virgin olive oil, organic, of course, organic refined coconut oil is really good too. Butter is good as long as it's grass fed. And, uh, okay. 
those kinds of things are going to help. Okay. They'll help keep keep things moving. Yay. So hopefully that'll help okay. him feel better. How okay. how has he been away from you for a month? How's he been away well, from you for a month? We bought a house in South Carolina, so he's up there. He's playing contractor. So oh. whether this is all stress related or you know he's eating wrong, probably. You know, yeah, it's more this food. Is what happened? Yeah, it's more food. Yeah, you better go up and check on him. Go visit South Carolina. Uh, about time, yeah. Yeah, okay. I Thanks for calling. Thanks Alrighty. so much, Julie. Hope he feels better. It. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next and see what their question is. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. south of the border and pick up Miss Lou. Hi, Lou. Oh, hi, Julie. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in Mexico City. Mexico City. Okay, terrific. Yes. And I'm calling because my mother passed away four months ago, and I miss her so much. And I've been asking her for signs, and I don't know if I'm missing them or not seeing them. I want to know something Lou, about my Hey, Lou, I'm having trouble hearing you. Can you put the phone up closer to your mouth and talk a little louder, please? I heard your mother passed away four months ago, and that's about all I heard. Yes, and that I miss her so much, and I want to know something about her. I asked yeah. her for signs, and I don't, and I'm not seeing them, or I'm reading too much, and that's why I'm missing them. I don't know. Okay. Do you like candles a lot in your house? Do you have candles? Yes. Okay. (laughs) She's saying, she's right next to you. Our heads are big satellite dishes, Lou. They receive and they transmit frequencies. And every spirit has a frequency that they keep throughout all of their lifetimes. So what your mom's telling me is every time you see the candles flicker, that's her letting you know that she's there. So that's why I asked you, do you burn candles in your house? Yes, all the time. (laughs) There you go. So have you noticed that sometimes the candles are flickering and there isn't even a breeze in the house, but the candles are flickering? I haven't noticed. I'm going to look at them. Yeah, pay attention to that. She's saying she's she's making the candles flicker like there's a breeze in the room, even when there isn't. So that's her sign to you. Did you have another question you wanted to ask her? Um, did she, is, she, is she okay? Because it was very sudden. So I don't know if she suffered too much. I just want to know if she's okay. Oh, yeah. She's in heaven. She's great. Absolutely. She's around you. She's around all of her loved ones as well in spirit form. You can talk to her anytime, Lou. All you have to do is just think of her. That will bring her spirit in. 
ask her a question either aloud or in your head or make a statement. And then she's going to answer you and it's going to come in and it's going to take like a second. It'll be as fast as you snap your fingers and that'll be her answering you. It's the first thing that comes into your head within a second. If you think about it for longer than a second, that's going to be your brain talking to you. So you want to you wanna practice that. Just keep talking to her. And then the more you do it, the more answers you'll get, the more validation you get, and then the more you'll trust it. And then it'll just be second nature. One other, th- one other thing too, Lou, that sometimes you'll get the answer before the thought is all, all the way thought out or, or you've made the, the statement or the question, you've said it all the way out and you'll start getting an answer already. And that's because time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time is a human creation. So that's as soon as you're getting an answer, I mean, boom right away. That's coming from your mom. So I hope that helps. Have you read my book yet, Angelic Attendance, Lou? I, I am in the, in the process. Terrific. Hopefully it'll give you some comfort and give you some information. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome, you. honey. Watch for those flickering candles and then send me an email. Yes. Let me know what you're yes, seeing. Yes. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Let's go to Amy next. Hi, Amy. Hi, Julie. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. I sure can. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm in San Diego. And I have to move. And I'm moving out of the Joan of Arc residence because it's being sold or it's sold. And I love my little nook there. Uh-huh. And I can move to the trailer temporarily for maybe one or two or three months close by, which is lovely. And then I can move up to Wally's, maybe. Or I can move to Morton's, maybe. And I I don't know. Do you get any information on where the heck I should go? Because the price of rent in San Diego is, is outrageous. Yeah. But I still want to live here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the thing that came in, Amy, and you're going to laugh when I tell you this because you just mentioned rent, but I got Coronado. Look on, look on Coronado. Yeah. And I know it's really expensive there. Coronado Island, for those of you that aren't familiar with San Diego, is gorgeous. And the Coronado Bay is gorgeous. Are you in Coronado now, Amy? Oh, no, I'm across the bridge. I'm about 10 minutes away. Okay. All right, something's well, going to come up and so, something's going to come up in Coronado for you. Okay. What, so, do I'm you think getting. Wally or Morton would have any potential for me, or no? I, I, are those cities? What What's Wally and Morton? I never heard of them. Uh, Wally has a house up in Oceanside, which is an hour away on the train, and then Morton has a little Shangri-La about ten minutes from here. Uh, so those are friends from downtown. Of yours. Those are friends of yours? Yeah, and they're both in their 80s. Yeah, they're both in their <laughs> 80s. And they said, you know, if you have to pop a tent, you can pop a tent and still use the house, you know, until you find your home. But uh, uh, okay. it's so weird. I thought those were cities. I was going, I've never heard of those. And I'm pretty familiar with Southern California. No wonder. I never heard of Wally, California. There may be one, but I haven't heard of it, especially in the San Diego area. Okay, so is it in Amy's best interest to live with Wally? 
temporarily. No. Is it in Amy's best interest to live with Morton temporarily? Yes, while you wait for something in Coronado to open up. Okay, cool. And is your book out? Am I? Did I hear something about the book or no? Angelica yeah, the, uh, training. The training. Yeah, the training. Getting, the, the one. A new one. The Angels and Enlightenment training is so close. Amy, I know I've been promising it to you for weeks. It's been so much work. Oh, my goodness. When I started this, I thought, oh, this is going to be a breeze. No big deal. Holy mackerel. Bunch of people involved in getting this done. I think we're in the final week. I think we're going to have it out hopefully in the next week. And it's Angels and Enlightenment Training. For those of you that don't know what Amy and I are talking about, it's like we're talking code, Amy, and uh, secret code. And it's going to be a self-paced training of how to connect with spirit and also the 12 phases of transition. And like Felice, my grad that was was our first caller, we're going to have practice groups for the AET training too. And uh, they're going to be several times a week for anybody that wants to do it. So you learn all the stuff. There's a transfer of energy from me to all of the students who are taking it, even though it's remote and it's, it's self-paced. And then you learn that stuff. And then what do you need to do? You need to practice it to get really good at it. It's kind of like most people can throw a ball, but it doesn't mean you're going to be a quarterback in the NFL unless you practice it a lot. Right, Aim? Yeah, you're amazing. I don't know how you do all that you do, but God bless you. I mean, oh, thanks. thank you. What you thanks. I yeah, the training, that. I the, the training, I, I can only work on that really on the weekends when I have a little bit of extra time and Having gone the last five weekends, so that didn't help. But yeah, we're getting really close, and I'll, I'll, I'll make some announcements and put it on social media and send out an email probably when we're ready to go. But thank you for your interest and thanks for asking about it. Good luck with your move. Yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, moving time. Thanks. Okay. Bye, Amy. <laughs> Let's go to Eric next. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Are you there? Eric. I'm unmuted. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, uh, barely. Can, barely. Can you talk louder and maybe have the volume up? Yeah, I'm going to try to go to another room. Um, there you go. We're good. We're good. I can hear you now. Where are you? Where are you located? Up. Oh. You're fading out again. Okay, hang on one second. There you go. I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Where are you located? In Massachusetts. Okay. Well, that's not that far. I mean, it's not like you're on Mars or something. Well, it sounds like it, huh? (laughs) Oh, welcome. You got a question for me? I just changed my Okay. Um, Yeah, well, I I wrote it down on the... um, on the on the online form, um, I don't I don't know. You just got my name and not the information I wrote down. I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. The online form. What are you talking about? Um, well, there was like a on your website. Yeah, the Ask Julie so I didn't, questions. I didn't, I didn't know I was calling in a question. I I I think I got a reply, an email reply, probably from your daughter. Sounds like from my niece-in-law Rachel. She's married to my nephew Jason. Kept kept it in the family. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so um, what was your question? What's your question? Well, it's okay. So my question is, um, I have been in, I was divorced about 10 years ago and uh, a few years after divorce, I started dating and I was in three relationships that only lasted about six months and each one, um, after, after about six months, challenged me in a way that I felt like I would have to give up part of myself to be in that relationship. Uh-huh. And so I, um, so anyway, after the third relationship, um, you know, these were all lovely people. We got along great. Things, there was nothing you know, tumultuous. It was just a core part of the life. All right, I'm going to have to hold you over for the break. So stay with us, everybody. When we come back, we'll hear more about Eric's love life and see how we can help, how Spirit can help. So Eric and everybody, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Eric about his love life. So, Eric, you've dated three women, and each one's lasted about six months, and they've challenged you in some way, right? Right. Okay. And, so, and did you have a question about very, that? Very hard. Yeah. So each time was it was really hard to to end the relationship, and I just felt like there was something that. I would have to sell out about myself that I, I had just gone, I've been through a, a tough patch and I went to an amazing school. That's how I found out my classmate from, about you. And I, I had no idea I was actually going to be on the radio at all tonight. I just thought I was listening in. So thank you for taking my call. Um, my, my question. Anyway, to get back. So after the third relationship, it was uh, the end of 2019. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I, I can't, I just can't see you anymore. This, this hurts too much and X, Y, Z. And um, the pandemic hit and I, I just stopped seeing her and it became really alone. And I, I normally, maybe I would have jumped back into dating, but it was the beginning of the pandemic. So I was working in a, you know, a job where we had to go into work and I worked a lot. And I was, it was, it's been a, a really long time and I'm still having trouble getting back. And what I had noticed a couple months into, after I st- stopped dating that lovely person, I noticed like my heart was like closed. I, I felt like my, I was actually telling my classmate, I said, Johanna, I, I think my heart chakra was closed. And she said, no, Edic, it's not closed. And I said, no, there's something going on. And um, so what, um, what, I, what I felt like was I had I realized that my whole life I just fell into love with things. I just like when when I was a kid I fell into love with the marsh and the, the frogs and the snakes and I fell into love with some sports and I and then I, when it came to relationships I just I would just fall without discernment into love and I realized that looking back throughout my entire life I've just fallen to love without discernment without any you know once it like passed this certain judgment or whatever I made about the situation, I'm in. I'm in all my vulnerability, all my trust. I'm just in. And that is gone. And that 
and un- dysfunctional as it was, it was like my guidance. It was my compass. It was how I functioned. And I felt completely rudderless ever since. And I figured by now, it, I would have, you know, come back into it or something. But there, I just haven't been able to get over this this catch where, like, I just feel like this whole mechanism shut down. And I understand it very well may have been an unhealthy thing, but it was it was definitely, uh, you know, a compass for me. It was it was my rudder, and it's okay. gone. So All I'm, right. I'm just okay. looking. So. You know what I mean? Here's yeah, two things are coming to mind. First of all, when you feel like your heart is shut down, it's just because it's shut down because you're afraid. And there's two kinds of fear, Eric. There's rational fear, something's going to harm you or kill you. You want to change the conditions with that. And then there's irrational fear. Irrational fear equates to 99.9% of the thoughts we think that feel badly, and it's fake news. It's an illusion. It's not real. So there's this technique. You may have heard me talk about it before, or if not, if you listen to some of my previous shows, you'll hear it. It's called the two-minute rule. How it works is thoughts don't originate in our heads. Thoughts have no meaning until we give them meaning. So thoughts originate in the ethers, and they come in, and they feel either neutral or good, or they feel bad. If they feel bad, they're based in fear, and we need to discern, is this a real fear or a fake fear? Here's how you, here's how you figure that out. You ask, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? So if you go out with somebody and you fall in love and you're not with them long term, is that going to kill you in the next two minutes? Yes or no answer. What's the answer? No. No. So you know that that's a limiting belief that you've picked up somewhere along the way that's false based in an irrational fear that's false. Now, if you're in the road and you're afraid that if the truck hits you, it's going to kill you, get out of the road. That's a rational fear. So when you use the two-minute rule, and you can use it a million times a day, it's free and it's convenient. It works anywhere your brain is, and your brain's usually with you wherever you are. You just say to yourself, oh, God, this feels so scary. Oh, my God, I, I my heart's closed. That's total nonsense. You're making that up. That's an irrational fear that's false. And, and, and what happens when we allow ourselves to feel the fear, which we're all going to go to fear because we're all hardwired for fear as humans. You know, it's part of our being able to survive. And what you want to do is, you know how you'll have a thought like, oh my God, my heart's closed. And then if your heart's closed, then what happens? What's the next thing that happens if you, what's the next thought after you say to yourself, oh, my heart's closed. Then what's your next thought? I, I, I figured that out not thinking it just was a feeling that came to me yeah but what's your next I thought when you when you have the thought not, oh my heart is no, closed i have this feeling my heart's I, closed what's your next thought um i don't really have another thought after that i i don't know what to do with it it's just i'm not afraid to open my heart i don't think it's i'm afraid to do it it's more like i i don't know how to get back to it it, it just yeah you take action you take action. You get back out there. I'm gonna. I want you to remember. Remember two things. The two-minute rule. Is this gonna kill me in the next two minutes? If it isn't, it's a fake fear. As soon as you ask that question, you disrupt the frequency of those thoughts coming in, and then you can take action. And then you're gonna have another fear come up. So you ask, Is this gonna kill me in the next two minutes? Nope. Boom. 
take action. Number one. Number two, there's a four-letter word I want you to remember when it comes to dating. Are you ready? I can say it on the air. Yes. And it's next. Next. Who's next? The reason why we date is we help, it helps us figure out what we want. When we know what we don't want, it helps us figure out what we want. So by you being afraid to date again, what, what you're doing is you're creating this illusion that, oh, my God, it's going to be awful and I'm going to hurt and all that. No, it's not. Next, you go out with people, have fun, let it unfold. Don't be looking in the future too far down the pike because we get into paralysis, you know, analysis paralysis, and we, we don't move forward. And then when, you, when fear comes up, something feels bad, find out, is this a real fear or is this a fake fear? If it's a fake fear, then go, okay, that's a fake fear, and take a step forward. When we do that, Eric, we get guidance from spirit. Because spirit doesn't guide us on the I feel crappy channels because the vibration's too low. And we're guided all day long. We're getting guidance all day long. When we're aware of it, we become conscious creators and create what we want instead of just being unconscious creators and having life happen to us. So two-minute rule and next. Who's next? So I hope both of those things help. It's that easy. Really, go have fun. The women of Massachusetts are waiting for you. So go have fun. Thanks for calling. All right, everybody, we're going to take another break now that we've had our dating advice. That was fun. And uh, when we come back, we'll get more callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. 
Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And when you do, you are entered into a drawing for a free one-hour session with me valued at 200 bucks. And today is the last day of March. So next Thursday will be the first Thursday in April, and I will announce a winner. I give away a free session each month just as a thank you for listening to the show. And I know a couple hundred bucks is a lot of money for people. So if you don't have the money to spend, but you'd like to spend an hour talking about whatever you want, we can do a, you know, I'm a buffet of psychicness, so we can do a, a, um, a buffet platter, if you will. We can talk about deceased loved ones. We can talk to deceased loved ones. We can scan you medically, scan your pets, talk to spirit guides, do past life stuff, whatever. It's a blast. We'll have fun. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. A reminder to call is posted on the day of the show. So if you're wanting to call in and you're thinking, I wonder if Julie's doing a live show, which most weeks I am. It's just a handful every year that I'm out of town and don't do a live show. And then I'll have a fun pre-recorded show for you. Just look online, look on Instagram or Facebook, and you'll see a note that that uh, has that we're doing a live show and here are the call-in numbers. While you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. You can also schedule an appointment with me there. And I'm booked out a couple of months. The key is get on my calendar and then you'll get a confirmation email and you'll have a little reschedule button on that email. Click on that periodically when you think of it and you will be able to see what dates and times perhaps have opened that are sooner. I talked to somebody a couple of days ago who got in within a couple of days and she was booked out a couple of months. So she was thrilled. Happens every week. I promise. Just try it. And then if you don't get it, then we're going to talk when we're supposed to talk. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, My training, the big angelic attendant training, I have just a handful of spots left for the October class. I only teach it quarterly. I limit it to 12 people. So uh, if you're wanting to do that, it's very hands-on. It's in-person. My new angels and enlightenment training is going to be self-paced online, and that's going to be out in a week. So once the October class is all full, then we'll start filling up January of 2023. So if you're thinking that you want to take it this year, go ahead and take one of those spots before they're gone. So everything that you need to know is at AskJulieRyan.com. All right. We got a long blog question this week, but I think it's really going to be interesting for a lot of people and applicable. So I'm going to go ahead and read it out. So hang with me on this. Logan from Reno, Nevada asked, Hi, Julie. Thank you for reading and considering my question. I have a five-year-old son who's angered very easily and is often telling me how sad he is. He's also told my husband and me since he could talk that he didn't want to be born, that he wanted to stay in the stars, and that he's scared to die. There are times he says out of the blue that he's a bad person and it just breaks my heart. I fear something awful happened to him in a past life, and he's fearful of repeating it again in this lifetime. 
We have a very close and loving family, and we support him as much as we can. But there are times I'm at a loss for words for what his sweet little soul is expressing to me. Would you be willing to scan his body for anything that might be agitating him with his health and or anything he might be carrying over from a past life? I want to help him help support him as much as I can. Thank you for the beautiful work that you do. I so enjoy reading your blogs and hearing about all the healing and love you share with the world. Love, Logan. So that's the mom. Here's my response. Hi, Logan. Thanks for your question and kind comments about my work. I can only imagine how frightening your son's words must be to you and your family. In order to get some information for you, I energetically connected to you and from you to your son. After gaining his permission to scan him, you know, I'm not going to scan anybody without their permission. Even if it's a even if it's a baby in utero, I'm not going to scan anybody without their permission. An infant, a toddler, a small child, an old person, it doesn't matter. I think it's a it's a violation of their privacy and I'm just not going to do it from an ethical standpoint. So after gaining his permission to scan him, I noticed he's full of toxins, in particular mold. Have you had a water leak or a mold issue in your home, perhaps a past home? How about his school? In mold toxicity, a common cause of psychiatric symptoms, Psychology Today states, quote, toxic mold-based illness is a very prevalent and underdiagnosed condition that can manifest in many different ways, including with symptoms that are exclusively psychiatric, such as depression, anxiety, attentional problems, brain fog, and insomnia. End quote. The article goes on to say vulnerability to mold toxicity is only present in 25% of the population, who in most cases have a genetic predisposition which inhibits their clearance of biotoxins. A family can all be living in the same house with mold growth, but only one family member will become ill. This is because that person is the only one with genetic vulnerability. I am one of those people. I have it. I can walk in a room. I can tell in a nanosecond if there's a mold problem. My husband, Tim, is totally oblivious. He has no reactions. I'm out of there as fast as I can get out. Won't stay in there. So first and foremost, I believe your son's anger and emotional comments are caused by depression and anxiety from mold toxicity. Second, while doing a past life scan on your son, I learned he's had many past lives in which depression was an issue. These lifetimes include both male and female experiences, different locations, and at different times in history. This round, his spirit's experiencing the opportunity to find the cause of his depression and to heal it. Lastly, we're all born with intuitive abilities, and small children often talk about past lives. Seeing and or communicating with deceased loved ones can sometimes predict and can sometimes predict future events. Children's intuitive skills often begin to wane around the age of seven. By this time, the child's usually been told by parents, grandparents, teachers, and friends that the psychic phenomena they're witnessing isn't real. Rather, it's just their imagination. The child then learns to disregard their intuitive thoughts. So here are a few suggestions. Number one, find a functional medicine physician at ifm.org. That's igloofrancismary.org who can treat mold exposure. You want somebody who's an expert in treating mold. Most doctors have no expertise in that. Haven't even ever heard of it, let alone what to do with it. So find somebody who specializes in treating mold. 
Number two, engage a mold specialist with remediation skills. Company that I recommend, I don't make any money off of it, but I like what I see from their information is called We Inspect. We Inspect, so look them up. Get an air purifier and run it in your son's bedroom and consider feeding him a high, good fat, low carbohydrate diet. Good fat, again, olive oil, coconut oil, grass-fed butter, that kind of thing. In a study of more than 13,000 kids titled Association Between Junk Food Consumption and Mental Health, researchers found, quote, junk food consumption may increase the risk for psychiatric distress and violent behaviors in children and adolescents. Improvement of eating habits toward healthier diets may be an effective approach for improving mental health. End quote. There have been all kinds of studies in prisons, even, where they they ramp up the diet, they do high fat, low carb, and the incidence of violence really diminishes. I've seen studies where it's less than 50% within a couple of weeks just by changing the diet that they're feeding to the prisoners. And then number five, use one of my children's books, Angel Messages, the Angel Messages series, to explain and begin the conversation validating your son's comments about previous lives, etc. This will help him learn how special he is. Hope this information helps your son, you, and your family. All right. And then I got a note back from Logan already. She read it last night when the blog was released. And so here's what she told me today when she emailed me. She said, Julie, I'm so incredibly grateful for you you taking the time to not only answer my questions, but to also do a scan and healing on my son. I cannot thank you enough. I'm not surprised that our son has mold toxicity. My husband and I both had suffered from it ourselves in the past, but never thought to test our kids. I will be moving forward with the healing process for both of my kids now. I will be taking a closer look at their diets as well. I'm also not surprised that my son has dealt with depression in his past lives. I often thought that might be the case. The poor guy just feels the weight of the world sometimes, and it just seems like so much for a five-year-old. We have your books, and I will continue to read them with my boys. You are such a gift. Thank you again for all you do. I look forward to my appointment with you in June. Logan. All right. That's a lot, you guys. A lot of things that I covered in that, which is why I wanted to read the whole thing. When Tim, my husband, read this last night, he was like, whoa, that's a long one. I said, I know, but there was a lot of stuff to cover. Mold is present in half of the buildings and homes in America. So if you are not feeling well, test for mold, junk food, get it out of your world, and then, and then validate little children when they say they're seeing spirits or talking with spirits, because they are. Chances are really good they are. Stay with us, everybody. It's time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on. And you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Be right back. And we're back with Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm good. I'm calling from North Carolina. All righty. Terrific. You got a question for me? I do. I'm calling for my friend, David, who I do have permission 
Justice uh, for you to take a look at. He's been okay. having episodes of, um, you know, where he will shake and he'll black out and fall, you know, and um, hit his head or, you know, we're just afraid he's really going to hurt himself because it's becoming more frequent. And he's been to a few doctors and they just can't find what's going on with him. Hmm. How long has this been going on, Pamela? I think it's been going on for almost a year, but it was not as frequent. It was just like once in a while. And, um, you know, he's been to his primary care. I think they even did exploratory, um, you know, on his heart. Hmm. And they didn't find the cardiologist didn't find anything. So... Uh, I just really wanted to touch base with you because I know you'll be able to see something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, aren't you a sweet friend? Let me get him on my radar. I'm going to connect to you and then from you to David. Is he in North Carolina with you? Yes, he's uh, further north than I am, but he's an hour away. Okay. All right. His energy field, Pamela, looks like snow on a TV screen that's malfunctioning. You know, that staticky, snow-looking stuff on a screen. So what I'm doing is I'm grounding him to see this is a neurological thing, I believe, that's precipitating this that's going on with him. Uh, So I'm getting it has to do not only with vascular stuff, but also neurological, and I'm getting that it's blood blood sugar related. How is his diet? Does he eat healthy or is he eating junk or what's he eat? Do you know? Um, I think he eats pretty well. He does do some fast food, you know, breakfast sandwiches. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's not the best. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting that it has to do, and it's not necessarily that he wants to get his blood sugar level tested. He wants to get his insulin resistance level tested. So uh, he wants to have it be like rolling hills instead of big peaks and big valleys. I think when he's passing out, his blood sugar is just dropping really low. But it's just sometimes people have insulin resistant, not sometimes, a lot of the time for years and years before it's ever diagnosed. And then at that point, then they put them on medicine because their, their poor pancreas has really been through it for years. So there's a, a guy named Mark Hyman, H-Y-M-A-N, who has several books on nutrition. He's one I would, I would look up. And, it, and if he doesn't want to take the time to read it, just have him Google his name and then he can listen to him in interviews. He's one I would look up Dave Asprey, A-S-P-R-E-Y, about having a stable blood sugar. I would also look up David Perlmutter, P-E-R-L-M-U-T-T-E-R. And then the last one's Daniel Amen. And uh, have him Google those, or you can Google them if you want to help him. And they're all basically the same, saying the same thing. Cut out junk food, keep it low on the food chain, have good fats. He needs to increase his good fats. His blood sugar is all over the place. That's what I, that's what I believe is causing it. And that's easy to fix. 
It's not his DNA, it's his diet. I love that saying. That's a Mark Hyman saying. saying. It's not your DNA, it's your di- it's your oh. dinner. It's your diet, it's your dinner. Oh. So, yeah, easy to so fix. Would he, would, would he be able to go to his primary care and get a test for the insulin resistance? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And what they do, and and the other thing he may want to do, Pamela, too, is get a continuous glucose monitor, blood glucose monitor. They have those. And he can tell when he eats certain Uh food when he's getting a spike in his blood sugar going up. And, And then he can see what's going on with that. That that might be really helpful too. I get this is blood sugar related. It's easy to fix. Fix it with his diet. I hope wow, that helps. Awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, I hope I'm that sure. helps. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. <laughs> Thank Thanks you, for Julie. being such a good friend. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay. Love you too. Bye-bye. Alrighty. Let's go to April next. Hi, April. Hi, Julie. How are hello, you today? Hello, hello. I'm terrific. How are you doing? So just thank you. Doing good. I want to thank you for taking my call. So excited. You are um, most welcome. So I will jump straight into it. Um, pretty much most of my life I've just had uh, sleeping issues. Uh, when I was a baby, my mom said I was colicky. I can remember being five, six, seven, eight, going in and telling my parents I can't sleep. As a teenager, I would be up, I mean, almost to be insomnic. And then in my early 30s, um, or when I was 30, I had a traumatic divorce, and I ended up getting trazodone, and I was taking that for about 10 years, and that eventually didn't even <clears throat> work either. But um, recently I got an explant, and I've been really trying to just go through and just get my life very healthy. But my sleep is just... It's just not, it's not good. And I um, stopped taking the trazodone. I um, actually heard a call that you had one time with another gal that you told her to take GABA. So I went out and bought that and tried that. And they, it kept me awake for like two nights. I'm like, okay, this is not it. Um, I take some tryptophan. I do melatonin. My naturopath is giving me this herb tincture. Sometimes I take magnesium. And I just, just like to sleep. <laughs> I used to wake up yeah. around 3.33 and I used to think, okay, it's spirit. Spirit trying to, you know, <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm going to have to hold you over for the break, April, because it's that time. I'm okay. my music. Okay. So, stay with us, everybody. I will scan you during the break, April, when I come back. When we come back from the commercials, then we'll see what spirit has to say if you're listening to the ask julie ryan show stay with us we'll be right back welcome back before the break we were talking with april who's Who's a night owl, it sounds like. And you started to say, April, that you wake up at 3.33 every morning? Yeah, I I used to go through long phases of that, um, of just waking up around 3.30 to 3.33. And I wouldn't even have to, I would just 
not even have to look at my clock. I knew exactly what time it was. And the interesting thing was, I was born at 3.33, so I was, uh-huh. well, I thought, okay, this has got to be some spiritual, you know, angel thing, but I don't yeah. know anymore. So. so what time do you normally go to bed? What's your routine before you get in bed? Uh, it's sporadic times that I'll go to bed. I used to try to read, and that would help a little bit, because I can fall asleep, um, but I'll always wake up. It does not matter, you know. And so I, I've tried to go to bed early. I've tried to go to bed late. Um, but typically I'll go around 10 now, 10 o'clock. And mm-hmm. um, my husband and I just kind of will watch a little bit of TV and then, you know, head to bed. And I'll yeah. take all my herbs or whatever I'm taking. And then I kind of um, – lately I've been doing sound therapy, doing a bunch of that. And I have um, a little meditative um, – thing of sounds of rain that I'll put on and I mean I've got um lots of different things so then so then you're awake you're awake in the middle of the night and then you're just up for the rest of the day or you go back to sleep um it depends sometimes I can but a lot of times I can't I'll wake up okay and then I'll just toss and turn and then struggle just really struggle okay all right Several things. Number one, increase your magnesium. If you start getting the runs, back off on it. But increase your magnesium. I got go back on the GABA. The GABA is going to help you with that. Eat carbs at night. Eat some kind of carb for dinner. Have fat with it. I'll have a lot of times my favorite dessert now since I gave up sugar. It'll be three years tomorrow, April 1st, that I have not had sugar. And I'm a sugar addict, so that's a big deal. Thank you. I call it my sugar sober sober sugar or sugar sober day. Uh, What I do is I'll eat frozen wild blueberries. And uh, and I'll put a little bit of... of, keto granola that's all nuts in with it and I'll put a little bit of coconut oil in it mix it all together it's kind of like eating a berry crisp it's wonderful you can even heat it up and it's delicious but I eat that at night because the statistics the studies have shown if you eat carbs at night it's going to help you sleep better now eat good carbs don't be eating Twinkies eat something that's some kind of a fruit and add some kind of a good fat with it be sure and do that so that's okay. number one. Number two, dark room. No nightlights, blackout curtains, that kind of thing I'm getting with that, too. I've got all that. I, put, I, put, um, I actually put little stickers on the fire alarm light. And, yeah, and good. Just, good. I, <laughs> I do, I do that out. in... I do that in hotels, April. Tim thinks I'm nuts, but I have a little roll of electrical tape in my toiletry kit, and I I put That's electrical awesome. tape on those red dots and stuff because it it can keep you awake. Those things, like even the red dot on yeah. the TV screen, I'll put my purse in front of it or something to hide it. Yes. He just he yes. just like hotels. I turn, I unplug the clock. Yeah. 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 Yeah, or say, puts, don't you just close your eyes? Doesn't closing your eyes help already? And I'm like, no, closing my eyes, I can tell the light's on. Exactly, exactly. And then the other thing is no screen time for at least an hour before you okay. get in bed. So don't be watching TV in bed. You you know, watch TV okay. and then have an hour. If your husband wants to watch TV, fine, but you go in earlier and give yourself an hour right. to get your brain 
to calm down. And then the last thing too, April, is there's this thing called the hour of God. And it's usually around 3 a.m. And it's when the spirit can communicate with you. It is a spiritual thing. And sometimes that's the only time that our brain is quiet. Because we're so busy when we're awake, even if we're sitting there doing nothing, you know, what are we doing? We're thinking of something or we're reading a book or we're watching a TV show or talking with somebody. So sometimes that's the only time that we have. When you fight it, what are you doing? You're getting frustrated. You're raising your cortisol levels. Your body's going into fight or flight, right? Which gets you wound up, gets your heart rate going, creates inflammation. So stop it. Stop fighting it. Just do listen to a meditation. Say the rosary. You don't have to be Catholic. That's what I do if I'm up in the middle of the night. I'll say the rosary. It goes back to bed. If I don't finish it, the angels finish it for you. You don't have to be Catholic. Just look it up. Just say that. Do some kind of... I grew up Catholic. (laughs) Okay. You know, it doesn't matter if you know all the prayers. You know the Hail Mary and the Our Father and the Glory Be. Say those. Use your fingers. I don't take a rosary to bed with me because I'm afraid I'm going to fall asleep and then I'm going to be waking up with like a rosary bead imprint on my face or something when I wake up in the morning. (laughs) So, you know, it's 10 Hail Marys. You use your fingers. That's what I do. And, uh, and so do that. It's the hour of God. Quit fighting it. When you fight it, you're just getting your body wound up. And then it's really hard to go back to sleep. So see what yeah, happens. Definitely. Embrace it. Embrace it. See what spirit has to say to you when your brain's quiet. And, and then take it from okay. there. And then call back in and let us know how okay. it's working. Okay. I will do Alrighty. that. Thank I have you faith so in you. Much. You'll be able to do this. I have All faith right. in you. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, April. Take Bye-bye. care. Oh, gosh. All right. Way of the Rose is a wonderful book. And uh, wayoftherose.org with uh, uh, Perdita and also her husband, Clark. They are just amazing. And there are lots of people that say the rosary. It's an ancient prayer way before the Catholics got a hold of it. So it'll help you sleep. For those of you that aren't Catholic, but it's a really, really good way to help you go to sleep. All right, let's go to our next caller, and it's Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm, um, I'm in flight or, I'm in, um, what is it, fight or flight mode right now. This you are? I'm sorry. Um, where are you located, Mary? Yeah. In Pennsylvania. Okay, you're anxious because you're on the show, or you're um, anxious just in general? In general, but also on the show. And okay. I was just calling um, about my husband. Um, yeah. He had LASIK surgery, like, years ago, so he never went to an eye doctor. And then yeah. just his primary care doctor just told him to go to the eye doctor just because you should, you know, go. And he has right. an issue with his, like, his eye and it's like a vein or something in there, and it just makes me really nervous. And he just has to keep getting it checked all the time, and um, I'm just nervous about it. And his name is Alex. Alex. So, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Alex. Well, let me ask mm-hmm. his permission if I can scan him. Did you talk to him about it beforehand? I did not. 
I okay. Did not. All right. Well, we'll see what he says. If he says no, all is not lost because we okay. can talk to his spirit. So, you know, there's always a way. Okay. okay. So here we go. Here comes yeah. my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Pennsylvania. All right. Got you. Going to Alex. It's Alex with an X, right? Alex like Alexander? Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. All right. Versus Alec with a C. Mm-hmm. Alex. <laughs> right. Alex. I'm talking to your sweet wife, Miss Mary, and she wants me to scan your eyeballs. Would that be okay? He goes, sure. Good. How about that? Okay. All right. What's the doctor saying about the veins in his eyes? He's got a vascular issue. Um, the energy went to his left yeah. eye first, yeah. Mary. Okay. Yeah, I think it's what I'm best. doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's his left eye is where the energy went first. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm... Basically, rotor-rootering out his vascular system coming into his left eye. So imagine that artery yeah, that he, comes into the left eye, it, behind both eyes, actually. But he said imagine there's tiny, a like tiny, 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 little tiny corkscrew that's tunneling through that just to increase the blood mm-hmm. supply. All right. And then irrigating mm-hmm. that out. That vein, that it looked like a varicose vein in his eye is what it looked like to me. Looked like it was enlarged, mm-hmm. and um, it went back down okay. to a normal size when I did that. Let me look at his right eye. Is it mm-hmm. both eyes or just his left eye? I think just the left. The okay. left, yeah. Uh, it's one. It's just yeah. one. All right. I'm going to go ahead and Roto-Rooter out the, the right side, too. For those of you that are living outside of the U.S., Roto-Rooter is what plumbers do when your drain is clogged, <laughs> right? We could all sing the commercial. Yeah, Roto-Rooter. Yeah. That's the name. I've had it and many wash, times. Wash your troubles <laughs> down the drain. Call Roto-Rooter. So, all right. Clearing that on the right eye, too. He doesn't have any varicose veins in his right eye, but I could see it in the left eye. And that's where the energy went yeah. first. The energy usually goes where it's most needed first, Mary. So, he's going to be just fine. Right. He's going to be just fine. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you're you, thank welcome. You. I have an appointment Thanks with you in, in, in May, so yay! I'll be to you more. Thank you so well, much. Well, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. See, <laughs> okay, and see, it wasn't even scary, was it? There was no reason to be in fight no, or flight. No, I mode. just like I just have, I know I've health anxiety that's just bad, <laughs> and it got worse after the, you know, you know the whole. Um, virus thing so i'm trying to i listen to all your advice just with that girl just before okay. you so two minute roll <laughs> two minute roll we were talking to yeah. eric earlier is, it gonna, is this gonna kill me in the next two minutes yeah. if it is get out of the road if it isn't you know it's fake it works great implement it okay. thanks mary talk Thank to you, you in so may much. you bet okay. good night we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we'll see who's next Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. We've got Lynn on next. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Joy. Hi, girl. How are you? Can you hear me? I can, yes. Where are you? Okay, good. Okay, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I can tell. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the accent. It's the accent. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. 
<laughs> Got a quick question for me? Uh, yes. Thank you for taking my call. And I'm really worried about my daughter, Lauren. She's been having health issues and migraines um, and, and injections. And I think they're for migraines. Horrible lower abdomen pain. She can't sleep. I mean, it's kicking her butt. And I'm really worried. And what's her What's her name, Lynn? Lynn? Lauren. Lauren. How old's Lauren? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. All right. Is she? Uh, has she had a baby recently? No. Okay. All right. I'm going to connect from you to her and ask her permission if I can scan her and see what she says. All right. Comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Pittsburgh. All right, got you. And going to Lauren. Lauren, I'm talking to your mother-in-law, and she wants to know if I can scan you energetic. She said, I don't think so. Did you talk to her about it <laughs> ahead of time? Yeah, she, you know what? She said, uh, she, said she was going to say, Hook me up, hook me up, Jolie. <laughs> ah, she just said, daughter. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. This is your daughter or your daughter-in-law? Lauren. Daughter. Lauren's your my da daughter. Okay. All right. Lauren's your daughter. All right. I was doing daughter-in-law. Do you have a daughter-in-law? No. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know who I hooked into, but whoever it was, they didn't want me to scan them, so... <laughs> Maybe it's a future. <laughs> yeah, really. Maybe it's a future daughter-in-law. Who knows? Oh my God! All right, Lauren, your daughter. Lauren, can I scan you? I'm talking yeah. to your mama. Is it okay? Yeah. All right. So, migraines normally are a problem with either hormones and/or gut issues, and she looks like she's got a lot of yeast in her gut. So email me, Lynn, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. I'll send you the link to the gut biome test. In the meantime, I'm clearing the yeast out of her system. And uh, the gut biome test is going to tell her about the ecosystem in her gut. And based on that, it's going to tell her what her best foods are to eat, what her superfoods are to incorporate into her diet, what the foods are for her to avoid, and then everything else. Eat this a lot, eat this a little. That's the number one thing. Number two, tell her to stay low on the food chain. God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do her best to avoid it. Yeast loves sugar. Yeast loves anything fermented, loves anything processed. Bread absorbs faster, will spike your glucose faster than actual table sugar. So tell her to, you know, if God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, stay away from it. If she's going to eat fruit, have her peel it. There's tons of yeast on the peel. Have her stay away from anything fermented. Wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, uh, vinegar, soy sauce, that kind of stuff. Do that. And okay. if she's going to eat leftovers, have her freeze and reheat them. And then have her get a hold of some nice statin. N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. And that will help a lot. And it will get rid of the migraines. So she's got yeast overgrowth, oh, and the toxins in her gut are oh. causing the problems. 
So I believe that'll help. So email me, julie.julieryan.com. I'll send you the gut biome link. Anybody that's listening, if you want the gut biome link, then email me and we'll send it to you. So I hope that helps, Lynn. I hope she feels better. It's fixable. It's Thank easy to fix. So Thank You're you. You're welcome. You okay, bet. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Our next caller is Gay. Hi, Gay. Hi there. I, um, what hi. What a wonderful program tonight. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Oh, um, thanks. I'm in, in Florida, and I okay. have a question about um, my half-brother who is 86 years old. Yeah, what's his name? His name is Bob, and he's in mm-hmm. Naples, Florida. Okay, what's going on with him? Real yeah. fast, I've only got a couple minutes. He's, he's in transition. I was wondering approximately oh, okay. how far. All right, he's in phase nine of 12, gay. And um, so nine is angels are in almost a straight line across the foot of his bed if he's in a bed. And there's a vortex that's formed above his head. For those of you that are listening and and you too, gay, look on my website, AskJulieRyan.com and go to the 12 phases of transition. And there are illustrations there. That will tell you about what's going on. Let's ask him the three questions. Are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? More medicine. Do you have hospice involved? Does his family? Uh, his sister, his uh, wife was fantastic. Is taking care of him, but I don't know how close she thinks he is. I think mm-hmm. he's very, very close. You are. And you're I'm, right. You know, I'm delicate situation. Yeah, it's a delicate yeah. situation for me to like ask, like, because I would want to go in there and pray with them, you know. Yeah, and say so you, like, yeah. you let your angels come in, and you you've done what you need to do, and you are so loved, and everyone mm-hmm. is here, and it is such a fabulous journey. Take off. Yeah, yeah. But I can't. Do well, that. you can do it. Here's how you do it. You do it from home. All right. You sit in it. Okay. Sit in a chair. Sit on the couch. Wherever. Get quiet. Envision yourself sitting with him. You tell him everything you want to tell him. He can hear you telepathically. All right. It's going to give you comfort. It's going to give him comfort. The other thing is, if his family's not, is he home or is he in a hospital? Where is he? Yes. He's He's been in the hospital. They brought him home and they're taking care of him. He does have a nurse like four days a week. Um, They may up that. It's all up to his wife, who is really yeah. fabulous. So, but yeah. she may, you know, yeah, want to hold on. Okay. Well, yeah, talk to him. Tell him everything you want him to know. I will. He'll do be it. able to hear you. Okay, honey. Good luck with that. That's it, everybody. For those of you that I didn't get on, please call back next week. Let me know. I'll do my best to get you on. For everybody else, hope you have a great weekend. Sending you lots of love Mwah! from Sweet Home, Alabama. Meet you here next week, same time, same place. Bye, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.